you not seen that? Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Uh, for anyone who has not listened to this before, uh, this is our new fan critical series, uh, basically opening our closets of shame, uh, movie shame, not general shame, uh, and talking about the films that we really should have seen, definitely pretended we have, but actually haven't. Uh, and this week is a very exciting double whammy. Uh, but I'm not going not gonna to tell anyone what it is double yet. Double whammy. Um, but I am joined by John. Hello there. I'm Emma, by the way. Uh, and I've also got Lucy. Hello. And Len. Uh, bonjour. Applicable. Right, What? Well, why have you done that? Um, well, I, I believe that's Len's terrible way to segue into uh, revealing what it is that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so our double whammy this week uh, is uh, shameful, to be honest, because uh, two of the team up until now had never seen the 2008 Liam Neeson classic Taken. Lucy and Len. Would we call it a classic? Sorry. I whoa, reckon, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, easy, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the Rotten Tomatoes summary of this film before I get anybody's shameful uh, reasons why they've never seen it. So Rotten Tomatoes says this: Brian Mills, a former government operative, is trying to reconnect with his daughter Kim. Then his worst fears become real when sex slavers adopt Kim and her friends shortly after they arrive in Paris for vacation. With just four days until Kim will be auctioned off, Brian must call on every skill he learned to rescue her. Dun dun dun. Mm. Um. All of his scout badges. Lucy. <laughs> Get them all out. Please, please explain to me how it is that you have never seen Taken. I don't really know, to be honest. There was not a conscious decision not to watch it. Um, I didn't realise it was as old as it is, actually. Um, like a couple of years mm. after this came out, and I'm not sure when Hostel came out, but it just mm. kind of... I went travelling on my own around Europe. Clang, you know, mic drop. Um in about 2010 and so many people were like oh my god well watch out for like Bratislava watch out for here you're gonna get sold into sex slavery and I was always like why would that happen and now I kind of realized that <laughs> it's because of this film it's kind of ignited this fear of um yeah of just like people getting sold into sex slavery which I don't think is as common as the films are mm. making it out so I didn't I didn't have any real reason no. not to watch it but I did I think Len you're probably the same like you know that, like, I have a certain skill set and, you know, I will find you, I will kill you, those lines. Yeah, so I've classic, kind, the yeah, lines. Yeah, I kind yeah. of felt like I had seen it and I didn't need to see any more. Just like that. So, yeah. That, that essentially is the film. It is the film. That is it. Once you know that, yeah. you're Come like, on. tick, tick, tick. So, yeah. What, there what are your excuses, Len? Uh, honestly, I have no idea how I haven't seen this film. Um, I was thinking about it. Like Lucy said, I know the line, I know the bit on the phone, you know, like... What's going to happen next is they're going to take you. It's like, okay, cool. Um, and <laughs> it's 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 one of those films that you just, that I have no interest in. And I, I, and I had, I thought I had no interest in. You'll, you know, listen on to see what you, you know, my blueberry score yep. on it. But um, I, will, I will say that I thought at the time, I was just like, I can't be asked to watch this. No offence to Liam Neeson. And, and I don't mean this as any offence. Um, I never considered him an action hero. Mm. Uh, and you know what a fool you were Len well maybe but you know there's still I'd rather watch Jason Statham as an action hero than I would I mean we'd uh, always rather watch Jason Statham in anything definitely not yeah yeah Um, well the 
the uh, the anyway. critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is that Taken is undeniably fun with slick action, but is largely a brainless exercise. <laughs> Which I think is yeah. a bit harsh. Like, mm. bit harsh. I, Come on. Um, I, I will say that I thought there would be less sort of setup in this film. Yeah, and there actually was opinions. a surprising amount of emotional setup. So, you know, yeah, look, kudos, kudos taken. You, you've never watched it. <laughs> Poor. Um, so, as always, we will rate this film on the blueberry scale. The blueberry scale is very simple. It's from zero to five. Zero is the worst. Five is the best. And there can be no halves. How many times I've said that exactly like that, I couldn't count. Um, John, I'm going to come to you first for mm. uh, your experience of the film Taken, what you think of it and what your Blueberry score is, please. Yeah, so um, should I explain the Blueberry score first or probably? She just did it. For a new Emma time. Just did this... it. Oh, did you? She, she I li- did it, mate. Literally just yeah. said that, yeah. John, you need to pay attention in these podcasts. Do you know what? Bro. I was, because um, we're on video and when you like do yeah. this, like you nod your head back and forth because it's like a little bit slow. It always amuses me a little bit. So that's what I was doing, rather than listening to Emma explain the Blueberry School. <laughs> yeah, no need for that, mate. Um, right, my experience of uh, of Taken is a, a rather dull one. In that I just watched it like six months after <laughs> it came out. Um, there's no there's no story of me being twelve years old and going, oh yeah, I watched this eighteen rated movie. Um, because that is obviously how I used to speak then, uh, and still do yeah. now. Um, yeah, look, I, I, uh, I think there's some, some harshness going on around here, to be honest. Um, Liam Neeson. not scores yet. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but no, but I can sense the tone. Look, it's, uh, as a, as a, a father, um, and I am, and I will continue to plug that, um, to ward them off. Um, I watch this film and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, Ella's never going to go traveling ever. Not in this world. Not with COVID. So. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sex trafficking, COVID. <laughs> it's just gods. a no-go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, COVID saving people from being human trafficked. Anyway. Well, in a so, way. Uh, well, in yeah, a way. fact. Look, I enjoyed this film and uh, I watched it again last night. I've not seen it for a while. Um, I will say uh, some of the dialogue is atrocious. Um, oh, my word. Some of the acting is abysmal. Correct. Um, I mean, I, I forget what the girl's name is. Um, Maggie his Grace. Daughter. Maggie Grace. Now, From Lost. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. So she's what, like 17 in this film? 17, 18? She's 17, yeah. She's, yeah. she's 17, yeah. I think in real life she's probably about 38. But, <laughs> uh, but in the film she's 17. And obviously when you're going through that sort of pressure, I'm only joking, she's about 37 now, I've looked it up. But... Um, She's obviously under a certain amount of pressure to go, look, I need to act young. So that apparently includes running in the worst possible way you'll ever see in your life. The running, yeah. <laughs> like Phoebe from Friends, literally, literally. Wearing oversized Awful. trainers. Flat-footed, um, yeah, I mean, like four sizes too big converse. <laughs> so bad. Um, and just flapping her arms everywhere constantly. It's abysmal. Um, and in some ways, it does take the blueberry score down because it takes you out of the moment. Um, you're sitting there thinking, I'm hoping someone abducts this girl, to be honest. But um, but look, I enjoyed it. I think Liam Neeson is a legend. Um, 
and he's taken a bit of a beating because of some bizarre things that he said recently. Um, but I still love him. Um, and I love the fact that after Taken, uh, he suddenly started becoming this man with a spectacular set of skills on a train, uh, on uh, just in the wilderness with some wolves, uh, a couple more Taken. I like that film. You know, I, think I watched just, the train one. That was really it's bad. Hilarious. Film. Yeah. Liam Neeson is an insurance salesman. But this was Oscar Schindler. <laughs> like, I think, feel like he needs to go back to doing prestige films and not beating up people on the train and just karate chopping everyone to the neck. Like, we need a bit I more like prestige. That, no, I like that. I like the chops. What's your blueberry score then, John? Um, I'll give it. I'll give it three bloobs. I think um, it's uh, it's not. Some of it has not aged that well. I mean, it's always a bit cringe when you see someone with a disposable camera. Like, we've moved on, man. <laughs> um, and also, like when he when he's using the uh, the memory card out of the phone and he sticks yeah. it into oh, that so good. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, digitize, optimize image, and it's all right. It's like, well, you do, you can't do that. Not a thing. Yeah, I was like, just not where thing. is this in Paris that he's just in a subway station, like, optimise image? Yeah, it's it's like, he's got all these mates. Like, why doesn't he just go, look, I'm going to send you this image. Send Can it. you use the special software yeah. that we have to optimise the image rather than no, just no. go into a subway in Paris somewhere? He's only got 96 um, hours, John. He has to do it very, yeah, very, very true, quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, True, true. Um, yeah, so so I'll give, I'll give it three bloobs. Yeah, it's, look, it's a solid score. I... I I still enjoy watching it. Um, I think Liam Neeson is is great. Um, <laughs> it's certainly not his best acting performance. I'll give it that. But I quite like his fighting. I quite like the fact that he's, um, you know, it, it, it. At least he looks. I look at him and think, yeah, he probably could beat some people up, to be honest. And they've mm-hmm. cast well. well. Um, he did train. Mm. He did train with a special martial artsy person for this film, and mm. uh, subsequently for the I special so. skill set on Very a train well. films. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go next. I um. I, I first saw Taken in the cinema at the age of about wow. nineteen. I loved it. It's oh, you're too film. old to be Taken, then. Yeah, they wouldn't be interested in you. Nah, definitely not. Too old. We'll start the bidding at ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Eight pounds. Oh. Yeah, you two, just, you ones. You two, 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 you ones, you ones. <laughs> Um, but no I'm a massive Liam Neeson fan and I think like he's uh, this is his first like major foray into action and I think he does it well I will say though he has got some serious like crow's feet at one point he smiles and no one can see this but it's literally like he's got a rainbow down the side of his eye connecting to he's old distinguished he wasn't old then not that old. He's about oh, fifty. Well, old enough. Fucking old enough old. to have some wrinkles. Anyway, so I, I, but I think I think he did a good job. I, I think Maggie Ageist. Grace was fucking terrible, and I wanted to punch her in the face the whole way through this film. But I didn't really want her to die as a sex slave to some random bloke on a yacht. So, um, so I Fair. was pretty committed to this. So I really, I've, I've watched it a few times. It's the kind of film like if it's on, I'll watch it on film four or whatever. Um. And I rewatched it last night, and I, thor- yeah. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Sponsored um, by for for a number of reasons. Liam Neeson, excellent, good film, hilarious old mobile phones, and mm. solid ninety minutes, which is oh, as Lucy that, yeah. will agree, yeah, the right length for a film. Mm. Um, a lot to be said about that. It's weird mm. though because I didn't remember the ending. Um, 
bizarrely. I mean, I knew obviously he rescued her. Terrible so. ending. Um, but yeah, the, the ending was bizarre. Um, I, I actually think this is, although some of it does not stand the test of time, like the Kodak machine in the subway and, um, you know, some of the other really terrible shit. Uh, I reckon it's a four blue film. Like, it's good. And you you got to think, like, it, we hadn't had much like Taken. So when it came out, it was a pretty big, what do you mean? Like, big deal. It's loads of films what? like Taken. Man on Fire. I think this did kind of start it off, Yeah, though. it like kicked off the trend of I've got what a special was first? set of skills. Man on Fire or Taken? That's a question for the audience. Man on Fire and, and was some... first. It, therefore, the it's a better is, film. Is, that's is not better as well. Well, it is then you're, film, cle- yeah. you're clearly chomping at the bit. So uh, tell us about how you've found your first experience of Taken and your blueberry score, please. As is tradition with these, how the fuck have you not seen that episode? (laughs) Sundays have become a lovely time for me because I settle in about 2pm and I get to watch a new film that I potentially haven't seen before or just a great Sunday film. And I have to say, Taken has uh, continued that tradition because I had a Mm. great time watching this today. I will say that it is... uh, very predictable um i kept thinking of man on fire every time i was watching this film i was just like okay it's kind of the same but i don't really like liam neeson as much but um i will say that at the stunts i thought were pretty good the uh i thought the martial arts as a martial artist myself by the way was pretty good um so i dropped to the neck yeah uh, I will say that was that was pretty good. Uh, the dialogue is horrendous, Fuck horrendous. Yeah. There's a couple of moments, like at the end of the film, when he's on the yacht, and like the rich Saudi or shake. Middle Eastern shake is. You just say, don't even know. No, says to the guy, "What's what's going on out there? It's it's her father. He's he's come for her." I was like, "What is this? This is diabolical." And the way he says it, I was like, "I just can't. I can't." The yacht stuff is ridiculous at the end. Um, but I will say, I had a great time. It was a good Sunday film. It's never going to be a four bloob for me. It's a three bloob film, um, and that's fine. You know, sometimes yeah. that's what you want. Sometimes you just want to tune in for sort of middle of the road, sit back, sometimes check your phone, but overall be have an enjoyable experience and you know Liam Neeson was good we'll talk about some of the bizarre things in this film later uh yeah. some musical artists that they try and segue into it the ending which I thought was I I just couldn't believe it I was like uh, what the fuck save it ending you ruined the scene? whole podcast here yeah sorry uh but yeah three for me <laughs> yeah. lovely uh and last but by by no means least Lucy uh tell us about your first experience of Taken this weekend and what you blew bit Okay, so this for me was a Friday night post Domino Pizza. Oh, lovely view! Nice. Yeah, we are sponsored by Domino's as well. Yeah, Film Four and Domino's. So <laughs> that what is a combo. Prestige combo. that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the dialogue we've said is like horrendous at times. When he pretends he doesn't know who Beyonce is as a joke, oh like, my god, that's right at the beginning, and I thought, oh no, was Beyonce. I'm only joking. I know I know who Beyonce is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Liam Neeson, when he's trying to emote and be human like a, a dad, is is uncomfortable. Um, his mates are annoying. Holly Valance popped up. Fucking Holly know, Valance, Xenophobic. Man. It's creepily paternalistic. Maggie Grace, terrible. Was that Holly Having Valance? all of that. Yeah, it's Holly Valance. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. I don't that, know if that's going to be a quiz question. That's but, you blown know, you my go. mind. 
But, you know, having said all of that, I did enjoy watching it. I thought it was fun. It got to the point very quickly. Like, he's like, don't, you know, be careful in Europe. No sooner have they landed, they get, like, kidnapped. Like, yeah, there's yes, no just fucking get on around, with it. Just, just do it. No. He gets his private jet over there. He just, and yeah, the scene when she gets taken and he's on the phone and he's like, yeah, I will find you. I'm like, like you, John, you know, parents. I was like, fuck yes. Fuck them all the way up. Go and get them. And yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. You know, it didn't pretend to be anything other than it was. No pretension at all. Liam Neeson is, is good in the action films, films, scenes, like as in the physical side of things. I always was a big Liam Neeson fan. And I still think he needs to go back to not doing old man action. Yeah, but you can't keep but asking him it. to do Schindler's List too. It doesn't work, does it? It can't. Oh, it but come on. No, Lucy wants love actually Do more too. Batman Begins. Yeah. Oh, him and that roll neck. <laughs> Yes, I think he's a handsome dude. Um, yeah, I'll give it three blueberries. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was good fun. I forgot he was Razel Ghoul. Good that. Yeah, sometimes there is something just really nice about a 90-minute film that doesn't fuck around and, and is just is what it is. And the shitness I actually really enjoyed, like the bad dialogue, the terrible acting added to the experience of just thinking, this is hilarious, this is fun. So, well, yeah. Just to pick up on what you were saying there, Luce, and... Um... Yeah, I mean, his mates, when they're sitting there and it's like, they're sitting there and just Fuck having me. a laugh going, oh, do you, do you remember, um, do you remember, yeah, do you remember when we were do you remember uh, having a laugh with a Hezbollah? Do you remember that guy that was uh, guiding us around Afghanistan and his head got blown off? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? So specific. Put the radio on. <laughs> At a barbecue. Like, oh, depressing conversation. So good and terrible. Talking about favourite oh, scenes, John. Is that your favourite scene? First Saturday of May, red meat, red wine? Or do you have another one? Yeah, we are sponsored by red meat and red wine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's my company. So what was my favourite scene? Um, I mean, look, you know, it's fucking super cool delivery on, on the phone, isn't it? I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. He's, I mean, yeah. Liam Neeson's voice is uh, everything about him is is fairly intimidating, but he just carries weight with his voice, mm. um, and not like Aslan. that. He carries a little bit As of well. weight in Taken too, but no, but uh, he's a weighty guy, very weighty man. Yeah, and Aslan, as you say, very good as that as well. When he's playing a lion, he's got a lovely voice. Um, he, he plays Zeus as well, doesn't he? He's fucking mental. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gravitas. Imaginary characters. Yeah. All the imaginary characters. <laughs> yeah Aslan <laughs> Zeus and Brian <laughs> Brian Mills Brian with yeah. a Y as well weird choice which for, upsets uh, me name for, for a man yeah. um, like you're, you're right he delivers those lines so well and that's why they're so iconic which is I mean like yeah the film is not amazing it's not the best film in the world but actually his performance is solid and that is like that whole bit is probably one of the coolest bits of the film yeah I I enjoy I mean, as a as a singular moment, I loved a bit where he dives through the glass on the boat. I think that was fucking super cool. Um, and I I think my favourite bit is probably where 
he's uh, he's intimidating Jean Claude and he shoots his wife. I was like, oh Jesus! Yeah. Just like yeah, that that is that is yeah. Isabella served up yeah. a lovely meal. Yeah, two types of meat, two types yeah. of meat, John. Gee, yeah, that's mental. Yeah. She, and she's like, what's going on here? He's like, look, basically your husband's involved in a human trafficking scheme where he's skimming off the top um, and I and he's stopping me from finding my daughter um, and now I've shot you in the arm. So, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just a flesh wound. But you'll die if you don't tell me the information. Like, you know, it's just very... <laughs> I loved it. Very gruff man. Yeah, and he's doing so it. He's called her as well to say that. Um, Lucy, what about you? Favourite scenes? Right, I do think that the scene when she's just called him from the bathroom and then you see the people come and get her friend, it is actually like, I was like, oh, I'm getting a bit like chills here. It is, I think it's actually well done. And then the camera sort of does that Jaws thing and it like pans onto his face when he realises what is happening. Um, it is effective. And it, it as that's like the the catalyst for the action, they do, it, they do do it really well. And it is scary. I was like, oh God. Like they, and he's like, you will be taken. Like, oh God, no. So it's quite scary. And I thought that was a really effective sort of start to the film, like proper start, not just weird buying a karaoke machine. So <laughs> this is the action now. This is where it kicks that off. That is hilarious. I'm though, in, let's go. I mean, <laughs> I e- even, if, like, even if the step, well, even if the stepdad hadn't have bought her a horse, I mean, what sort of gift is a karaoke machine? Fucking hell. Because he doesn't know his own kid. Oh, no. She's Because he's been too long in, with the Hezbollah. Sake. Get a, a disposable camera. You know what I mean? That's what they're all the rage. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Solid. Absolutely solid. I, that, then the tension from that, like when all these people turn up and the way the way Liam Neeson just switches from like, what's going on to this is what you're going to do. This is what's going to happen. This is how you mm. need to deal with the situation. Calm. It's cool. He's like, calm. It's Shout out what you can see. If they've got any tattoos, it's like, it's what? Like, yeah, they're I just like it. wrestling mm. her to the ground. She's like, yeah. he's got a tattoo on his if, arm. Now, you know, guys, if that ever happens to us, we've got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Lego hair. He's got a beard. Yeah. Uh, he's very cynical. Um, help me. Help me. <laughs> He does martial arts. Um, he does martial arts. Honest. So, <laughs> Len. Apart from um, apart from the scene where where they get kidnapped, what's uh, what other favourite scenes do you have? Ge- genuinely, the disappointment on Liam Neeson's face when that horse gets brought out did bring a little chuckle to my face. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like oh. he thinks he's done really well with that karaoke machine. What an and idiot! That, and then that horse comes out. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. Poor it's bastard. horrible. His little face, mm. his little face. Um, it's sad, but isn't no, it? I, I like the bit where he like storms the Albanian's compound. Uh, yeah. Tries to find the guy who said good luck or whatever. That's really good, actually. Yeah. A friend gave this to me. It's Albanian. You mind translating it? <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. You don't remember me. We spoke on the phone two days ago. I told you I would find you. 
That's one of my favourite scenes. Once again, as a, as a martial artist, in that sort of close... <laughs> oh, <my laughs> word. You've got to be having a laugh here, surely. I can't wait until Gaz listens to this. <laughs> I'm a second Dan Black Belt, John. If you don't know that about me, that Dan! is worrying. That's on you. That's you on you, that. mate. Um, but what I will say is it was quite good because, you know, some, some martial arts films are a bit... They're not very visceral. And what I will say is things like The Raid, which is probably one of the best martial art films that have been done in recent years, is a very mm. visceral film. The The sort of choreography and the fighting in this is quite aggressive. Like I know you joked about punching in the neck, but that is difficult to watch. Like when people are getting their fucking head slammed and their necks basically, uh, their windpipes smacked out of position. Um, so I thought that was really good. He basically like, one bit he like plays dead behind someone so when like two of the guards walk in he just pops out and goes i was like jesus reminds me of john in cod just sort of laying on the floor prone waiting for him to come up the stairs (laughs) um so yeah i like that scene um because he's going in there and you're thinking well he's definitely dead uh and he's not so it's good that yeah yeah clever that's it um, I actually like one of the, one of the scenes I really like is when he goes after the spotter Peter, and um, mm. like grabs a hold of him, oh, yeah. and oh, yeah, jumps in funny. the cab with him, um, and then and I'd forgotten that this happened. So when he, he then gets in the cab, the cabbie's like running after him with a couple of cops, like Parisian cops, and uh, and the dude just jumps off the lorry and then immediately gets hit by another one. I thought that, that was is excellent. hilarious, like yep. just funny, nasty way to go. Um, yeah, but he's like, a prick, so ordered- So it's good. Yeah, it's totally prick. We hate Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Peter. He's not American, so... No, he's... Um, yeah. Super expensive. Hi, now, I'm Peter. I am a French man. I'm gutted for that Amanda bird. Gutted for her as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Brutal, it? He, just, he just left her. I proper hate her. Just because she was like, a bit sl- slutty, she had to die. Well, well there's a lesson what, there. There's a lesson there, that's kids. That's not why I hated her. <laughs> I hated her because she Jesus. was a liar and irritating. She can be as slutty as oh. she likes. Um, now, okay. traditionally, we would do best best performances, um, but I feel like there is only one in this There's film, <laughs> and it's Liam Neeson, and that is yeah. a push. So I, I oh, am going to ask Peter. you for worst performances. <laughs> uh, Lucy, what is your worst performance of the film taken? It's obviously got to be Maggie Grace, and that's like, I'm sure everyone's going to want to choose that. But oh, no. I think... Oh, no. Yeah, she, like John said, like just the running... And just the like, the shoes and everything. She's so much older. Why couldn't they just get a young woman? I I was annoyed uh, just about her as well, Luce, just of what you said. She should be way more ecstatic that he found her. I felt that the reaction from her and her mother was so, and the stepfather was so like, oh, thanks. Let me get your bags. Yeah. He's fucking killed about 70 people. To do this. I know. Oh, it, I think she was a bit shocked. The reaction to that oh, was the same as the reaction to the karaoke machine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she was more excited about the horse than she was about being rescued yeah. from sex trafficking. 100%. And that annoyed me. Like, I was like... Mental. The oh. characterisation of the mum as well, when it's like, he's like, have you heard from her? And she's like, no, I'm in bed. Can you just stop? Just leave her. It's like, yeah, if you haven't heard from your 17-year-old who's just landed in Paris, why are you not worried? Like, that was ridiculous Yeah, that is well. weird. Yeah. Well, really I mean, without spoilers here, if you compare the ending of this film to Man on Fire, like, fucking hell. Just worlds yeah. apart in terms of performances. <laughs> um, my... I can't even remember what happens, but mm, yeah. Mm, yeah mm. It's, it's heavy. It's my, heavy. 
My worst performance has got to be Holly Valance. How shit is she? Like She's better than Maggie Grace. Yeah, I think she is. I think she's all right. Yeah. I think she's all right. Uh, I thought she was awful. Really? And I don't know whether it also it was like... Her singing wasn't that good. Yeah, well, it never really <laughs> was, was it? That's why she only had one single. Good music videos, though. Perfect. We're going to insert uh, that here. Speaking of perverts, John, who who is your worst performance? Well, why sound that? Already named her. Huh? Um, the worst performance. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that that fat slug Arabic guy at the end. <laughs> the shape. Oh, fucking. We hell. can go. <laughs> we can jabber the heart. We can go. We can go. Unta na wadili yeah, um, he's just disgusting, isn't he? Um, yeah, grim. Like, why is he in like a robe and stuff? And he's wearing makeup. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, wearing eyeliner. Mm. And the boat mm. looks so shit. It just looks like a little barge, like a pleasure yeah. barge. Yeah. It's not like a nice well, Abramovich. Exactly yacht. what it is. Yeah, it looks like one of those shit boats that you take to the other side of the river, a ferry. <laughs> yeah, so he's disgusting. Yeah. Man. Why did I struggle with that terminology? I was like, what, what, what do we call that? A ferry. Yeah. It's a shit yacht. Um, yeah, good shout, John. That is a pretty poor performance. Len, is there anyone else you want to shout out for being nah, terrible in this film? All, or have we they're covered all done, it? mate. They're, they're, all, they're all covered. Um, <laughs> Can I just say one thing? Sorry, just to go back to one thing that's ridiculous. The fact that these 17 year old girls in 2008 are following U2 around Europe. Like, oh, my I God. I like U2. I, Sorry, I will come out and I say I like this. some U2 bands. But these kids, these young this girls, pretty young American girls, are not following Bono around Europe. Where yeah, have they got that this? from? Uh, 2008, what is this? though. Like, I don't know. There, no, yeah. there are some plot points they in this weren't. film which make <laughs> zero sense. When oh, they were like, so uh, Did you know about this? She's following a rock band. You too around Europe. I was like, is this a fucking joke? This is a fucking joke. I paused it to check that's what they'd said because that was fucking poor. I couldn't believe it. Ridiculous. It is a bit weird that they picked you too because yes. you're then thinking, well, they, they must make an appearance because, you know, Liam yeah. Neeson, he's obviously mates with Bono. But no, they're yeah. just nothing. No. Maybe, maybe um, they did. Maybe there was like a different ending where... They were supposed to be in it, and then it was cut, and then they did the Holly Valancing instead. Who knows? But yeah, and then maybe like, Bono what? was the one buying her and the yeah. Edge. They were both there <laughs> bidding on girls. Oh my god! In the little booth. <laughs> Still haven't found what I'm looking for. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> was 2008 uh, the year that everyone got that album downloaded to their phones? Oh, it could have been actually, and they like forced. No, I think I think that was more recent than that. No, I don't know. You know. It is- I mean, it's just weird. It's just weird. But yes, Lucy, good point. Very good point. And uh, I will say, right, well, well, here's that, one then. Who who should they have on. been following around Europe in 2008? No one. Just go to Europe. Sugar Why bags. does that have to be a plot point? <laughs> Why? Yeah. yeah. They get taken in Paris. Just have her go to Paris. Her dad's a multi-millionaire, so it's like, you know, what? Are you telling me you wouldn't do that? That'd be amazing. That. All it's... following you two around. No, I'm, no, following I, I... a rock band around Europe. It'd be fucking amazing. You're 17. Would it? Seeing the same show yeah, every night. Not I mean, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. No, nah, but that's yeah, what they used to do. You're too busy playing fucking video games and you know practicing your martial arts. Being a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. look, let's see how, how well your martial arts do 
in the next section of this podcast, which is the quiz. <laughs> now, um, I'm going to mute you, Len, in a minute. Be like that fucking parish council meeting. <laughs> you do not have the authority here. You have no authority here. <clears throat> um, right, so a bit different this time for the quiz because there are two of you and we need to test whether you've actually seen this film. Um, and you've already answered a couple of my questions, so things might have to change here. That always happens, uh, Emma. That always no, happens. Look, you just have to she, roll listen, with it. she's talking to you too. Right. It's okay yeah. because uh, I had extra questions just in case. So what we're going to do is we're going to alternate between players. Uh, so there'll be there's going to be twelve questions here, six each. You've each got to get three right. Um, if you've got three right by the time we get through the first six, then we'll stop. If not, we'll carry on. Okay. The loser has to uh, go on a tour with you two around um, oh for fuck's okay. sake I don't they're mind you two they're shit but I'm now Eastern they, Europe they, they, they never I also really. I love you two I really do I love you two yeah quite like the band as well yeah hey <laughs> Lucy your first question who who both produced the film and co-wrote the screenplay for Taken? Uh, Luke Besson. Correct. Uh, Len, your first question. Shearer is attacked at the concert at the beginning of the film. Yeah. What weapon yeah. does somebody try to attack her with? A, a, a dagger or a small knife. A dagger? A dagger? Sorry, is this Can fucking you? like... Well, small knife, a knife, knife of the where, you know, a knife. You're not going to get extra points for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was right, so give me the point. Unbelievable. That's minus point, if anything. Right, point for both <laughs> of you. Uh, Lucy, how much is Kim sold for at the auction? Ooh. I th- oh, oh, steal. Like steal. Gr- no, you can't steal. Fuck off. Shut 500,000. Correct, 500,000. Correct. Thank you. Thank Still, you. shut up. Who plays Kim's stepdad? What, what sort of question is that, Emma? Bono. <laughs> Honestly, who is that guy? Well, I don't fucking I, know that guy. Is. I got asked who fucking produced it. That's so you easy, asked... mate. That's easy. Okay, why is it easy? So, Len, here's a clue for you. He, he also played a very annoying character in The Walking Dead. I don't know, mate. I don't know. You, you tell me. John? Can I steal? Is it Amen. Xander Berkeley? It is. Oh, yeah. I know it is now. Lucy, what road is the Albanian headquarters with the red Fucking door hell, on? Can I get one? <laughs> Rue de Paris. Yeah. Paradis. Who uh, was an executive producer and also flew a jet over to the filming set? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Who is that an impression of? That is quite a good impression. Look. To be fair. Well, you did say you were looking at your phone a lot, so maybe if you paid attention, you'd be like me and you'd win. Yeah, I would have exactly. got that one. I'd have got both. Uh, Lucy, of your well questions. done. You have a hundred percent seen this film. Uh, Len, what are Brian's three conditions for Kim going to Paris? Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, call us, call as soon as she gets there. Um... <laughs> yeah. Um, Seriously, get the, get the house the house phone number. And <laughs> is that right? Is that one of them? 
Well, it's partly no. right. You haven't said three yet. This is poor. Mm. What's the third one? No, I don't know. You must call every night before you go to bed. No, actually, all of you have fucked this. I'm going to give Len half a point. Yeah. That was right. So the first yeah, one is the, the address and the phone number of where she's staying. That she calls yeah, when she lands and every night before she goes to sleep. And that he gets to take and he gets to take her to the airport. Well, that's Correct. four. Yeah, so yeah. that's not the question's wrong. No, that's right. You can't I, give I want Lucy's questions. No way, man. That's two out I of four. I want Lucy's questions. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get half. I didn't think we did halves. Fine. This well, thing. There, ha- then, there has been halves before. Okay. When? when? Right, Lucy. I no, know. I'm done. no, I she's done. No, she keeps she's going. Done. All right. She's going to get all the easy going, ones. And I get all the fucking hard ones. Lucy, what what is the full name of the kidnapper that Brian speaks to on the phone and later kills? Oh, for... F- oh, Mar- Marco from Tickerbrow Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Marco. Yeah, Marco okay. Hoxer. Marco Polo. Uh, Len, in the opening credits of the film... It flashes back to one of Kim's birthdays. How old is she in that flashback? Oh, mate. I'm not going to lie. I was looking at my phone during the whole opening sequence. Oh I never watched God. that shit. I'm going to well, say... you knew you were going to honest... be quizzed. Oh, yeah, but come on. This is... No, come no, on. Come this. on. Just get Some of us take it seriously. The sixth birthday. Fucking hell. Five. She's five. <laughs> oh, well, that's just a guess. This is stupid. Oh. <laughs> That's right. one out of Lucy, four. You don't pay attention and the quiz is stupid. <laughs> Lucy. Well, yeah, Lucy's had all the easy ones. I knew all of Lucy's. <laughs> Lucy, how, how much is Brian paid for Shearer's security gig? Oh, my God. Um, is that 2500 isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Len. It's easy, Emma. I want these ones. Len. Is it easy? I watched it and I remember it. Len, what I don't or- think it's easy. What organisation has Brian recently retired from? The CIA. Correct. He was a Green Beret as well. Oh, there he is. Yes. You don't get an extra point for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Len. What does Brian get Kim for her 17th birthday? Oh, this is bollocks. This is just to appease oh, him. This is what I do to you guys when I give you a quiz. I give you a chance for the last question. It's a lovely karaoke machine. Correct. You have oh, brand. I feel relaxed now. <laughs> Fuck me, that was painful. Um, yeah. I'm not having... So, clearly, easy, not Lucy, Lucy has paid more attention to the film. Uh, Len yes. needs to stop looking at his phone so much when he watches movies for the podcast and actually make an effort to prepare. Um, as you can tell, I wrote all of these questions myself. Uh, well thank done. You. Good well, question. Well done, team. Um, so all that is left to do now uh, before we all depart for our real lives is to find out whose closet of shame we're opening next for the f- new episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Now, I believe that John has something to reveal to us from his closet yep. of shame. Yep. So Tell us you close off. what you've not seen, John. <laughs> So in secondary school, I, I used to go in early and then unzip the, the salt and pepper shakers, spit in them, and then put the thing back on before anyone got in. Um, so that's in the closet of shame. Um, I didn't actually oh, do that, but I know of people that used to, which is why every time that's at lunch, disgusting. you'd have to open them up to see if, if the salt and pepper were, were gloopy because you'd be like, oh, someone's uh. spat in these. Yeah. 
What's okay, wrong this with is you? quite right. So there you go. So that's, there's the closet of shame. So that's the end of the... <laughs> Can you open the movie closet and close the shame closet? Because I'm really right, upset so the shame by this. closet has been shut. So uh, this one has, has been on my list of films to watch for a very long time. Um, and often uh, I'm asked, have you watched it yet? Because you bloody love it. And I'm like, no, I haven't, um, but I will do. So now I'm putting it on this list because I'll be forced to watch it. And I think I'll enjoy it, hopefully. Um, it's a DiCaprio film. Um, it's uh, it's Blood Diamond. I've never seen Blood Diamond. Oh, my word. Mm. Right, you're How not going to believe this film. We've got another double whammy because I've never seen Blood Diamond. Oh, my God. What is going on here? And um, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. put on a South African accent, but I can't. It is honestly an incredible film. It is an incredible film. Well, there you go. There's our next How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? And uh, wow. we're really, really getting into the shame closets. I'm never inviting John for dinner again. Spitting in my soul, <laughs> head shakers. No, don't, just make sure he's not over your house before you get there. You know, that'd be weird <laughs> in the first place anyway. Um, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Got a key, so... How's he got an in? Unbelievable. All right, guys, I've got to go um, practice my martial arts. So if you don't mind, can we wrap this up? Fuck off. (laughs) What what he's actually doing is like, unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us for uh, and for taking the time to record this hilarious podcast. Uh, I look forward. (laughs) I look forward to our next episode with another double whammy of how the fuck have you not seen that when we talk about Blood Diamond. But for now, see y'all later. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Yeah.